0: Welcome to Gino and Dave's Fantasy Fiverr, where each week we cover current events related to the greatest fantasy football league, the Kodiaks. I'm Dave.
1: And I'm Gino. We only got five minutes. Let's get into it. All right, Kodiaks, you know how we always start this off, the Kodiak Controversy of the Week. And I think some of you know what it's going to be about. Dave, go ahead.
0: All right. Here at Gino and Dave's, we're always working our best to get you the information you need to manage your Kodiak football team. And this week, we're bringing you Reaper Watch. We've got Nick Browning's players from his other league so that you can keep track of which players you need to watch out for each week. Current roster for the Reaper in Moosewash, his other weird knee league game. Do you want to know what his team name is?
1: What is it? Broke Dick Mountain.
0: <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't that. expect it to be different. Obviously, we all saw Aaron Rodgers go down. Kirk Cousins, watch out. Mike Evans. Mike Crabtree. James White. Cameron Brait. Pierre Garçon. And then the only... Ah, there's two bench players I'd worry about. Derek Henry and DeMarco Murray. Wait, they're both on his bench? They're both on his bench.
1: Well, I guess maybe he's hoping that he can save them both for the end?
0: I, just, I don't know. I think he's just trying to to gather up all the players that he doesn't want to see succeed in the NFL and make sure they're on his team.
1: <laughs> I mean, maybe he's a huge uh, Titans fan, and he doesn't want them to lose, so he keeps them on the bench thinking that that's less reapery.
0: Maybe. He's also holding on to Corey Davis on the bench. <laughs> He's a huge He's got Titans one of the fan. Players on his bench. Huge Titans fan. Huge, huge, huge. <laughs> All right, let's jump right into the matchups because we got a lot to cover today. We'll start with the matchups that don't mean anything. So I got this: Unlock it versus Asterix but K Hunt
1: Asterix. Hey, so I have a question before we start this, Dave. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe the punishment for Felder was to have. One asterisk.
0: Yeah, I, I actually, I think that was the ruling, and you know, I don't personally have a problem if he wants to throw extra asterisks out there, but he needs to have at least an odd number of asterisks
1: Yeah, I agree with you. Like, it's got to be an extra. Like, why is there an asterisk there? Because right now it just looks like a normal. Like, he's trying to bedazzle his name, which you know sounds like a Felder thing to do. He needs to have an extra asterisk. So people are like, well, what's with the extra asterisks?
0: I mean, I absolutely agree. And Eric, we all know that you're going to make it to the playoffs and you're going to feel like a champion with the most points scored this year. And then you're going to lose in the first round. So just throw that asterisk up there, buddy. Be proud and let us all know that you cheated.
1: Fair enough. All right. So into the game then.
0: All right. So this was this was brutal. I put up what I thought was going to be a good team. I saw great performance from Watson. But I mean... What I thought was my biggest question mark curse. He got me his ten points that I was hoping for, but then CJ CJ Anderson threw up with nothing. Martellus Bennett has been struggling, and Tennessee defense was it just wasn't there.
1: Yeah, I mean you know it's whatever on the defenses because they probably weren't going to shut down the Colts because Tennessee doesn't have you know like they like it was it should have been a high scoring game, and it kind of was. It was you know kind of middle of the ground. But uh, I think the biggest disappointment there is C.J. Anderson. Coming off a bye, he was looking good. He's actually probably a trash award nominee for me, for you. And um, I keep telling you off air, on the side note, quit trusting Martellus Bennett, and you keep throwing him out there like he's good.
0: Well, in Martellus Bennett's defense this week, he did lose his quarterback.
1: That's fine. Devonta Adams did okay. (laughs)
0: Because Devonta Adams is a stud And I'm desperate for a tight end in a league That is a desert of tight ends
1: That's fair Tight ends are barfy Elder tried to help you out Um, In a game that Drew Brees should have Been amazing 90 points were scored um, Got you almost like half the points that he was projected Uh, Not really his fault Kind of his fault With the weird interceptions and touchdowns And things like that So most of the points were defensive points but, you know, that was probably your best chance of, of uh, you know, coming up with a win. If it wasn't for Melly Gordon, who is just a beast, uh, I would give him a Fireball nominee, except for he's just been doing this all the time. So we're not really that surprised.
0: Yeah. Felder, one of his big assets this year has been that Drew Brees, Michael Thomas, you know, the cheating hookup. And he was punished this week by the Fantasy Gods. But it didn't matter. He's got the three all-star running backs, and they continue to produce at an all-star level. I mean, the three of them together put up over sixty points. It's disgusting. I hate it.
1: Yeah, but I mean, like we've been predicting, uh, here Todd Gurley again going through his gauntlet. Jacksonville's one of the better matchups for him. Um, you know, he gave you a good he gave him a good four, but obviously he's not the the premier level ceiling that he's looking for out of what he's seen from Todd Gurley prior to reaching these good defenses
0: yeah I mean also Eric great play on Baltimore Chicago is they are not a good team go Bears hey there's one go Bears <laughs> all right next up deflate deflated lives matter versus making America great we got another blowout here in the Kodiak League, and most of our games this week were not even close or interesting.
1: Yeah, really, like, Ben Ben Roethlisberger has just not been good this year, and maybe he's right. He doesn't have it anymore. Um, you know, he got the great hookup for Antonio Brown, uh, which was more like an amazing circus catch for Antonio Brown, so it was better on Antonio Brown than anything else. If you saw the play, it was, like, bobbled by four different people, and then he made four people miss their tackles. Um, and then, other than that, I mean, we have barfy tight end play, and I'd say maybe Chris Hogan is a trash award nominee for him because he's been so great this year. he's been a fanboy, gave him the fanboy award last year last week. sorry, and uh he just was not good this game, and he kind of got hurt.
0: well, I mean, what's important for the trash award is they have the opportunity to help their team, and I'm looking at Hogan. And I don't know. I mean, it's the Patriots. So you never know who's getting the ball. He really only had four targets. So one for four, not great, but also not totally his fault. It's the least amount of looks he's had all year.
1: I mean, that's fair. Um, But he has been the best receiver out of new England up to this point. And new England's always going to have, you know, lots of points scored.
0: And let's look at the other side of the ball. So Brandon, genius move. Can't say this enough. Cam Newton pickup. And I mean, thank God for Cam because his season got saved that the Reaper dropped him.
1: Yeah, and he started he's rushing the ball again. You know, he you know, ran it in for touchdowns again this game, and yeah, he's 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 looking like the old Cam. We just don't know if one hit's gonna stop him from you know being that 2015 Cam again.
0: No, I mean he's safe. He is clear of the Reaper. He's been over 30 points every game since he left. Cam Newton, all-star, great pickup,
1: Brandon. So you're saying new strategy, anything that the Reaper drops, just go pick up that player and play him immediately.
0: Well, I'm saying you can do that. He's not going to get hurt.
1: Okay, fair enough, fair enough.
0: I'm, I'm saying Cam is safe to run around all he wants because he's not going to get hurt.
1: Because <laughs> the Reaper doesn't own him anymore.
0: The Reaper doesn't own him. All right, next up. Olga sweaty clam versus fear the Reaper.
1: Uh yeah, I mean they both put up some decent points in this game. Uh Tom Brady kind of disappointed from his projection, but you know, twenty-three points is still if that's your floor, it's a great floor, right? Um other than that, I mean, Kelsey kind of threw a dud and the Denver defense as Superboy fanboy held on through the bye, didn't really come out and, you know, do what you thought he was gonna do, especially against the New York Giants, the New York football Giants, who you can't name any of their starting wide receivers, and they came out and just handed it to Denver.
0: You know, Travis actually didn't play a bad game. He, yeah, Denver was a poor choice, but we know he would keep doing that. We're not going to give you the fanboy because it's old news. Jordan Howard had a great game, which he's been up and down all season. Michael Crabtree wasn't his best game, but, you know, he put up points. And then Julio had a dud this week. Poor Travis. On the other side, though, like things you can't get around, you know, the Reaper plays Kirk Cousins for 40 points. Are you kidding me? Kirk Cousins trash.
1: All right. First of all, Kirk Cousins is not. He's great. I mean, he's been proving it for year after year. Everyone doubts him. They doubt Kirk Cousins. They doubt Matty Stafford. Everyone used to doubt Matt Ryan. Ryan. And, um, you know, he, he showed you in a plus matchup, of course, right? They're playing San Francisco. The weird part was it was on the back of, like, Vernon Davis, it, you know, or one pass of Josh Doxson. People, all these guys that no one's playing. Um, and then uh, Chris Thompson had another one of those awesome scatback games.
0: Oh, man, I wish I had played him. That was a, That was my biggest mistake this week, not playing Chris Thompson. Let's talk about Mark Ingram.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, if it wasn't for the fact that Mark Ingram existed, Jordan Howard might have got my nomination for the Fireball Award. But if I look directly over on the other side, it's obviously Mark Ingram.
0: I mean, I think we were talking about this in the pre-show. Mark Ingram, he really took advantage of those extra four carries this game.
1: Yeah, Adrian Peterson left him four extra carries. And Mark Ingram, that said, that's all I need.
0: <laughs> so that's the difference. He, he's been doing terrible all season. But with four carries, he finds the end zone twice and gets another 70 rushing yards.
1: Yeah, I think it's a pretty obvious fireball award to me. I, I think so, too. So, Reaper,
0: you see, you've see, you seen the video. It's posted up on the podcast. Make sure you send us a video of you doing the Fireball shot for your Fireball Award winner, Mark Ingram.
1: Congratulations, Reaper.
0: And then, Gino, you know, I'll let you talk about this because I know you're a big fanboy. Larry Fitz, tell me about his game.
1: Oh, man. Larry Fitz is a beast. Him and his roommate, Adrian Peterson, all day AP, ADAP, you know, they must have just been, like, hanging out late, you know, drinking Fireball, having some, you know, Coors Light smoothies together, talking about how they're just going to go show these young guys how to play football. He was just awesome. And he was a direct benefit of, you know, everyone trying to stack the box against AP as well because they had to leave Larry Fitzgerald open. And he's, the you know, the original Velcro hands and makes everyone miss after that. Uh, just an amazing game and uh great play on ASJ as well. Um I thought ASJ against New England he it was a worst call of the weekend that touchdown they took away from him. But, you know, he still got another one too. So I thought just great play all around for for uh for the Reaper. Um it's just it's a little sad that all those guys are going to get hurt so feel free to go ahead and drop Fitz and Ingram and we'll pick them up so they're safe for the rest of the season.
0: I <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree and I think moving forward, Larry Fitz and AP are going to have some great play off each other. Because like you said, if they start covering AP, Fitz is open. If they start covering Fitz, AP is going to trash them.
1: Yeah, and I think it boosts Carson Palmer up as well. I mean, he's going to be a more plug-and-play guy than he's already been this year. And he's already been a good fill-in when you have buys or you don't like your quarterback matchup. So uh, the Cardinals offense is looking on the up and up.
0: All right, let's move on to. We had two really exciting games last night during Monday Night F- Football. One went the way we thought it should have, and one the worst team I think got the win. So let's start with that. I got a Thielen versus Kofefe. The worst team prevailed here. What do you What do you see, Gino?
1: Yeah, I mean, um, the the it was it was a really tight game. It was weird going into the the final game with that close, um, and Really, both sides, Delaney Walker and T.Y. Hilton, were going against each other, basically mono-a-mono, and they both disappointed. Um, T.Y. Hilton disappointed just enough to squeak out a win. Uh, Obviously, it would be a better play to have Carson Wentz in there than Phillip Rivers, um, but uh, it made it more exciting. Uh, I thought for for Allen's team, uh, the big disappointment was Aaron Jones, right? He just came off that big game. And they don't have their quarterback after he gets hurt. And so you think that they got to feed him a little bit because, you know, where's Hanley going to throw the ball to? Uh, but Ty Montgomery had a surprisingly large amount of work, um, you know, over top Aaron Jones.
0: Yeah. And something that was funny about last night, Delaney Walker, how many times could they force feed that guy the ball when he was not open? They, they had two running backs who were doing both of them had pretty decent games, and yet they're handing it off to Delaney Walker to try to run in the end zone. I I don't know how Allen lost this game.
1: Yeah. Smash mouth offense, you know, they're handing off to Delaney Walker, and then the very next play, they're trying to pound it in the end zone to Delaney Walker. I mean, they could have taken three tries at the two awesome running backs they have and obviously won that game. They still won, but it just it didn't make any sense. I think and I think luckily Alex Smith came back down to earth and that was the only reason why I squeaked this one out.
0: And Alan, just a heads up. We've covered this already in the podcast, but Mike Evans, you need to trade him now, get him off your team because it, his the rest of his season is not looking promising.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's kind of sad. He's one of the premier, um, you know, wide receivers in the game. He's going to get hurt next game because the Reaper owns him. So feel free to trade, uh, Alan, um, I'm open to, to test my luck. So I'll take Mike Evans off your hands.
0: <laughs> All right. And then the final game that was interesting last night. Again, this one was close. Both players who were involved kept getting looks. They were pretty evenly matched. We got six game suspension versus 10,000 Indians. And it was, I mean, it was neck and neck until the very end of the game.
1: Yeah. I mean, going into the game, though, you kind of had this feeling that, you know, old man Frank Gore is not going to beat DeMarco Murray in this game. Um, one, Tennessee's defense is a little bit better. And two, DeMarco Murray is just, you know, they're both getting up there in their age, but he's just a lot higher ceiling than Frank Gore is. Frank Gore gave you exactly what Frank Gore is going to give you. He even beat his projection. Um, and DeMarco Murray's the one that has the ceiling, has a chance to go off, and he obviously did it.
0: And I want those out there. Not that I'm Tuesday morning quarterback, or yeah, quarterbacking you, Brian. Frank Gore. What an awful play. I, I understand it's scary playing AP. You picked him up. You, you just wanted to see what happened. But when you have people like Frank Gore who have a five point floor and a seven point ceiling and you're going up against Scott, you should have brought it. You should have thrown him in there and then you would have blown Scott out of the water and you would have had the highest score of the week.
1: Well, It's it's pretty easy to kind of point your finger at that play now that we have seen AP do what AP did. But you couldn't... It was always an option. That ceiling was there, but you couldn't really predict on a short week, you know, learning the plays on an airplane, Um, that he was going to do what he did. I really think that Brian lost because of Derek Carr. Derek Carr is my Trash Award nominee, number one, he has just been terrible and he not only that he's trying to play while he's hurt and he was terrible when he wasn't hurt. if you look at his past games you know he started out pretty pretty good on against two pretty poor defenses and then has just tanked got hurt the Oakland has been terrible we keep nominating their entire offense every week for the trash award and he still almost pulled it off uh, I think it's Derek Carr.
0: Man, I want to fight you on that because I do think Derek Carr is partially related to injury. But you know, we saw we saw Marcus Mariota play a different game than he has been playing last night, again due to injury, and he pulled one out for his team. So, yeah, Derek Carr, you got the trash award this
1: week. Yeah, if it wasn't if it wasn't just if that wasn't enough, they even lost the real football game against the Chargers, and he only scored sixteen points against that terrible defense. So, trash award. Derek Carr.
0: Yeah, nailed it. And let's be fair here. I mean, Scott basically gave Brian every chance to win this game. Scott had, wow, never mind. <laughs> Scott had monsters on his bench, but really he had, he had great play from his wide receivers and running backs. He could have improved his game a little bit with bench play, but not much. Although I don't know why, why would he not play McKinnon? McKinnon emerges the clear number one in
1: Minnesota. I, I think he, I think he was doubting it, you know? Um, the Tevin Coleman play a little weird, but we all everyone thought that Miami has been terrible, right? But it's more their offense has been terrible. So I mean, gotta give it up to Scott though. Aaron Rodgers gets hurt and his rest of his team really lifts him up and you know brings him to victory.
0: Gotta love two touchdowns from your defense. That's the greatest it, part. It always
1: helps, and thirty six touches from your starting running back.
0: <laughs> all right, that's the recap of the week. What's up next, Gino?
1: All right, well, coming up next, we have a new segment that we'd like to introduce. I'm actually throwing a surprise on you here, Dave. You don't even know what's going on. Um, you have seen that we've uploaded some files, but you're not sure what it's for. It's a new segment I've been brainstorming. Uh, it's called Ask Dave Daily Questions on the Weekly. I'm going to say it again. Ask Dave Daily Questions on the Weekly. I know a lot of our fans... You know, they really seek your support. They really seek your questions. They want to have a chance to actually talk with you. So I've offered up the ability for people to call in, text in, leave us voicemails, whatever it needs to get questions from Dave Daly on the weekly. So uh, without further ado, we'll go ahead and do that. The first one I have for you, Dave, is actually a text uh, message question. Um, Alan Delaney couldn't figure out how to work a non iPhone with the green text messages. So he just wrote me a pen pal letter. And uh, are you ready for me to read it?
0: <laughs> no, not at all. Go ahead.
1: Well, I, I need you to be in the right state of mind because, you know, people are really looking for you to help them. Especially, I mean, Coop Fifi is at the bottom of the league and he needs to, you know, triumph up and get up above Scott. So Scott could be the worst.
0: Coop Fifi needs to write in and tell us what his name means.
1: <laughs> okay. So this is from uh, Alan Delaney. You ready? Okay. So as we all know, um, Dave Daly is now a married man. He had his wedding this past weekend, and a lot of our fans wanted to congratulate you as well in their writing and calling in for the question. So Alan writes, congrats, Dave! Exclamation Long-time listener, first-time caller, not calling, questioning or writing, whatever he's doing. My question for you is, in a such a volatile and polarized world, what does Coop Fifi mean to you? And do you think that Eric and Nick would agree with your assessment?
0: <laughs> Coop Fifi means literally nothing to me. I know it's a hashtag somewhere, but I have no idea what it means. I think that Nick definitely would because Nick's like, Sixty years old, so he has no idea what a hashtag even means. And I don't know about Eric. Eric might know. Sometimes he's on the up and up, but not usually. Yeah. Well, at least he knows how an iPhone works. <laughs> at least. All right. You ready for to to the next call? I'm just gonna yeah, go down. All right. Here's the first audio file. Hello, calling into GD's Fantasy Fiver. This is the Godfather. I'd just like to say congratulations, Dave, on your wedding. You just gave away half your stuff, bro. Godspeed on your future endeavors, and God bless the Denver Broncos. (laughs) All right. Well, that's not a question, Travis, but thank you. And unfortunately, I gave away half my stuff over a year ago. So, (laughs) next caller. Dave. Happy wedding week, my friend. Super upset. Couldn't be there. Wish I was.
1: But hope it's an awesome day. I do have uh, a quick fantasy question for you, though. Um, I saw Dwayne Bowie on the waiver wire and was just wondering what your thoughts were on uh, picking him up. Thanks a lot.
0: All right, Scott, great question. Uh, thank you, by the way. And I think you should pick up Dwayne Bowie. And in fact, if you're having trouble figuring out how the waiver wire works, I'll pick him up, and then you can just trade me for on Bell. All right. <laughs>
1: clearly, I think that's fair.
0: <laughs> clearly, these call-ins are probably not going to get any better, but let's continue anyways. <laughs> hey, it's Brian here, manager of the Discounts Double Checks a.k.a. always a bridesmaid, a.k.a. two-time league second-place champion. Like a carpenter that builds stairs, I'm always thinking one step ahead, and I wanted to get your opinion on a sleeper pick, I think, coming next year. I wanted to see what your uh, cheater app had to say about Jaquil Mckell, wide receiver out of Appalachian State. Let me know where you think he'll shake out. I think he might be on the Funches level but I wanted to get your opinion before I preemptively pulled the trigger for next year. Let me know what you got. All right, Brian. Well, thank you for the call in. Uh, I can't pronounce that person's name, nor do I know who they
1: are. I don't like sports. (laughs) Uh, You can, you can research for him on your cheater app, right?
0: Not till next year. They don't update until he actually gets to the NFL. (laughs) All
1: right. Well, it's a name you could jot down for him.
0: I couldn't spell it if I wanted to. I have no idea. Obviously, I'm not going to draft that person because I don't want to get made fun of for my bad pronunciation. <laughs> like Deshaun? Like Bowie. <laughs> right. I lost track of which audio file we're playing, so let's hope this is the next one.
1: Hey, Dave and Kat. It's Babe. Just wanted to wish you congratulations and hope everything goes well for your wedding. We love you and we miss you and we're sorry that we can't be there. Hope to see you soon. Bye!
0: <laughs> Alright, well thank you, babe. Uh, I really hope you are a listener. And I guess fantasy wise there's no relevant relevance there. Next question
1: Hello GDs fantasy driver examined checking in by level three four zero. I just want to say congrats to Dave Daly. could have been there and uh, I just had a quick question for a friend uh, wondering if you could get a DUI on a golf cart. See
0: ya. All right so I don't know how well you could hear that. That was our friend Alan Wong calling in from Flight Level 340 and his question for the Fantasy League was whether or not you could get a DUI on a golf cart. Uh, First off I want to say you know it's a little bit nerve-wracking how loud the background noise was i'm starting to wonder about my own hearing flying these old old broken <laughs> jets but <laughs> alan i got some great news for you you can get away with it one time and you really need to be honest with the cops so you gotta you gotta tell them that you are drunk as a skunk and <laughs> hope that they have pity on you all right final question let's see if uh Let's see if we got a fantasy question here that I could possibly answer. I doubt it. And Dave, most importantly, congrats on the wedding! Glad Kat picked you up off the waiver wire and finally locked you down. Couldn't be more excited for you, buddy. I'm excited for the wedding. Excited to watch you guys grow in your marriage and love. And I couldn't be happier for you. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, Kamish. And again, no fantasy relevance <laughs> at all.
1: So I. I guess the the moral of the story is that no one actually needs your advice.
0: Everybody needs my advice. That's why I do the podcast.
1: (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. (laughs) Uh,
0: Thank you, everybody, for the, the well wishes and the call ins. And we will continue to play literally whatever you send in. There is no rule. And although the topic should be fantasy, we really don't care. We just all love hearing your, your voices. We miss everyone.
1: Absolutely. Couldn't have been said better. Uh, well, Dave, now that our new segment is over, I think it went smashing and we should continue to do it. Um, you want to look forward to next week?
0: Yeah, we've already done Fireball. We've already done Trash. Next week, matchup of the week. And, you know... Projection wise, nothing looks really close next week. So we're gonna go ahead and take number one versus number two, making America great versus butt K Hunt.
1: Yeah, you know what? I I I gotta agree with you. I think that one versus two, you know, in a week like this is a great you know, matchup of the week to look forward to. And more importantly, I wanna watch this matchup to see if Feedler Asterix actually changes his name correctly to have either an extra asterisk or only one asterisk.
0: Yeah, we're absolutely going to need some commissioner weigh-in here because I think we both agree that Felder is yet again cheating this year. And you know what? Maybe he should have just, I i don't know, only an asterisk as a name? Could that even be a thing?
1: Yeah, I think that only asterisk could be a name as long as it's just an asterisk Like, and people are like, why is there an asterisk there? The point is you yeah. have to ask the question, why is there an asterisk there?
0: Yeah, and the way he's got it right now, it kind of looks like he's just being fancy with his texting like all the kids do these
1: days. So, so, yeah, we did we get the game of the week right last week, too? Yeah, man, I think we nailed it. All right, we'll, we'll look forward to one versus two this week, everybody. Yeah, and now you
0: know, if we pick you as game of the week, odds are it's going to be exciting down to the wire Monday Night Football.
1: All right, Dave, well, thanks for taking a break on your honeymoon to... You know, do this podcast because we rest for nobody. And, uh, you know, enjoy the rest of your time and enjoy those drives, man.
0: (laughs) Thanks, Gino. Thanks, everyone who called in today. And we'll see you next week. See ya. See ya. Intro music is Happy Whistle by Scott Holmes.
1: Hey, did we get the um, the game of the week right last, last week, too? I don't know. What did we pick? We picked... I'm pretty sure we picked... Shit. Because we've okay. all changed now.
0: Okay. What we should do is we'll record it like we got it right, and then I'll look it up, and if we got it wrong, I'll just cut that section out. All right.